0: Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast, where your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about publishing parties and why this is a critical part of your writing unit that is often overlooked by teachers. I know I overlooked it certainly when I taught high school, and I'm excited to kind of share a lot of these ideas and things that we're going to share with our listeners that you guys can take and really implement into your classrooms. Before we get started, though, if you are enjoying what you're listening to on the podcast, definitely make sure that you leave a review where you are listening on iTunes. Um, It means a lot to us and allows us to reach more middle school ELA teachers just like yourself. All right. So I want you to think about this as I read this out loud. Does any of this sound familiar to you? So as I go through this, thinking about, think about if this sounds familiar. So you are a day away from wrapping up your writing unit. Yes. (laughs) You've spent weeks teaching whatever writing style, fill in the blank, argumentative, persuasive, expository, narrative, whatever. doesn't matter. You've spent weeks teaching that particular writing skill and a whole week writing step by step together. Your students have struggled with writing, not knowing how to begin their essay, struggling to be more descriptive or include relevant evidence from the text, or actually even explain their thinking. But you are like, I don't care. I'm in the home stretch, right? Rough drafts have been written. You've conferenced with each student, even if you only got four minutes of your time with some of them, right? You've built in time for peer editing. And now students are writing their final drafts. Like,
1: this is it. But what happens next? Will they turn those essays into you on Wednesday and then like you quickly note to yourself all right like how many hours is this going to take me to grade over the weekend. And then you think about that and boom, you immediately jump into your all summer in a day short story unit. Or, maybe just before students turn in those final drafts you have them do a little reflection. You have students use the comment feature in Google Docs to highlight parts that they're most proud of and, and why. And then they also have to highlight portions. They acknowledge that "Mm, maybe I could have, you know, done a little bit better here and maybe I should revise that. And they explain why they picked those. And then students turn them in. And then you go into your all summer in a day short story unit. If that's how it's working in your classroom, we're gonna invite you to consider that there's probably a missed opportunity here. Your students just worked really hard or at least most of them did to write that essay they revised, they edited, maybe they even researched. And they like, let's be honest, some of them really reluctantly, they still listened to your suggestions when they conferenced with you and they expanded their sentences and made them stronger. They told you more. They explained themselves a little bit more clearly.
0: Yeah. It's a big freaking deal, what they accomplished. Right. And it should be celebrated. And I actually like to think of this again, like basketball or sports, you've done all this practicing and then there's no game. And it's like, well, okay, like that was great. Like, come on, you know, we want to celebrate what our students have done. So imagine how validated students would feel if their writing was celebrated, if their writing was acknowledged and it wasn't just another assignment to be handed in, right? We do this in so many other areas in our arts curriculums, we you know, celebrate the work that our students have done. In musical and theater, we do that with our students. In athletics, we do that with our students. Even science, like we have science fairs. Like, why are we not doing the same thing with our students with writing, right? So like we get to think about this differently. So what would that do for their level of buy-in as well as their effort that they put into the assignment if they knew that others were gonna read their work besides you, if they were given an authentic learning experience, right? Science fair, granted, I know a lot of parents actually end up doing it for their students, but it's a big deal. Why can't we make the same type of big deal with our writing for our students and a publishing party is a really simple approachable way to answer that question of celebrating students work. So a publishing party at the end of each major writing unit, this is this hidden opportunity that I think a lot of teachers don't even realize they're missing out on. I know I certainly didn't when I first started teaching, right? But the fact that you hit play on this episode, that shows that you have a commitment to celebrating your students' writing and laying the foundation for them to be proud of their work and get them more excited about writing. So how do you set up a publishing party, right? Is it a lot of work? No. No. The answer is no. Are middle school students really into it? Yeah, the answer is yes. But we'll still all of the details today. And Jessica, I'll let you start off with the first part.
1: Yeah, so let's take that question, right? Are middle school students really that into it? Well, just ask yourself, like, who doesn't love a good party? Especially if it's during class time. So if you tell your students we're having a party during class, I think they're going to be like, sweet, right? We don't have to move into the next unit yet. So hands down, yes, students will enjoy this. And so will you. But there's a bigger why than just having fun. What's great about a publishing party is that they provide students with that authentic audience that Caitlin mentioned earlier. So we're going to share some publishing party ideas with you. And they range from simple to more elaborate. And just know that your publishing party, it doesn't need to be elaborate in order to be effective or special for your students. But if you want to go all out, if like that's your thing and you like ordering stuff on Amazon or like thinking bigger, then by all means, like have fun with it. It makes the day more exciting for you too. So idea number one is to host a listening party. So this is where you would invite administrators or any available teachers who might have a prep period at that time or staff, parents, or maybe even it's like another class to come into your classroom and listen to brief excerpts from your students' essays. And when we say brief, like we really mean brief. No one wants to sit there and listen to a whole essay. So you'll want to guide your students in picking like the strongest, the most interesting part of their essay to share. If it's a narrative, maybe they're reading just the lead out loud, or maybe they're picking just the ending. Or if it's an argumentative essay, maybe they're reading the claim, the premise, the evidence, and some justification. So also depending on how many students you have, because even hearing those excerpts could take a while, you might consider like splitting your class into two and having an audience for both set. And so there's fewer excerpts to hear. And to keep your publishing party running smoothly, what you do ahead of time is you have your students figure out what order are they gonna go in to read these excerpts so they know exactly when they're going and there's no long pauses of like, okay, do I have a volunteer? Like who wants to read next? You don't wanna drag out that waiting time in between each person. And then, of course, you want your students to practice reading their excerpts aloud before the party begins, right? You want them to show up with their best expression, to use good volume, to make eye contact with the audience. And you want your students to feel comfortable, to feel confident as they read. So to like elevate this as students are reading, you could have snacks for your audience, you could have snacks for your students after they're done reading, but it's just providing that time like you're pausing to celebrate your students work and make it more of an authentic experience.
0: Yeah, I love it. Idea number two is a gallery walk party. So this idea works really well with larger classes. So if you have like 30, 35 students, um, bless you also, you can use this particular idea. So basically what you'll do for this one is you'll print out copies of students essays and you hang them up around your classroom or in the hallway. I've done this before with my fifth graders. Um, and like the last idea you can invite administrators, available teachers, staff, parents. I even put this in like the front hallway. So it was always there for a while, which was really cool for like any guest that was coming into the school got to see my students essays. Um, And in this particular instance, you know, even if another class can come into your classroom this time, now students will read the essays or the admin will read the essays and kind of do a gallery walk, but with essays, if that makes sense. So what's cool about this is you can take this a step further and you can have glow notes available, what we like to call, and these are like neon colored post-its for each guest so that they can leave a glowing comment or a brief positive feedback on any of the essays that they read. So this is what I did when I hung up my students' essays, like in the front hallways of our school is I had those notes there. Like I put a little like card explaining what the eighth grade class did. Um, And it was really cool for them to see like, you know, some random person of a parent of a kindergartner read their paper. Like that's really neat that
1: other people are reading their work. Caitlin, can so I jump in? Yeah. I just, I love that idea. I love that you did that. And I'm thinking like, that's a really cool thing to do. If your school doesn't open house or something mm-hmm. to like, keep that display up and get more eyes on it. And I just like that. Like, I think, yeah, it's so absolutely. To see.
0: Totally. And I think sometimes like we have this uh limiting belief that the only thing that we can put for display is like something that looks cool and isn't mm-hmm. an essay. And like, no, <laughs> that's not the case. So for this, like I just to elevate it a little bit more, I wrote a little thing up about what it was that we did, the essay that we were or the prompt that we were answering. And then if you leave those glow notes and pens there, like that's creating a different experience as opposed to just hanging up essays around the room. You know, it's just for a sure. different, different experience. Um, so that was idea number two. Idea number three is to have an excerpt party. So here you're having students select an interesting excerpt from their essay, and then you're going to spread students around the room or you can take them into the hallway or the MPB or multi-purpose building or whatever it is. Really like, what is an
1: MPB? MPB. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is that
0: your school calls it, right? I'm sure there are all kinds of other acronyms for things like this around the the country, around the world. Um, So your student will have their, their excerpt that they've chosen with an empty chair next to them. So it's a student in a chair and an empty chair next. To them. And so again, you can invite administrators, teachers, staff, parents, et cetera. Even another class can come into the classroom. But in this case, your guests will wander around the room and find an empty chair to sit at. And then the student that they sit next to, that student will read their excerpt for the person who came and sat next to them, right? It's very simple. And then the listener briefly states what they enjoyed about it or they ask follow-up questions. So you want to make sure that your listener is like well prepared to make your student feel good about what they shared, right? Because it's it is hard to share your work, you know, even when we published our book, like that's that's hard to share what you're yeah. like sharing your heart, right? So after about two to three minutes, then the listeners get up and they move to another empty chair and the process is repeated with new student. You could even play music if you wanted to as students are moving around the classroom or as your guests are moving around the classroom to each of the different um, chairs to listen to excerpts. So it's nice because it really creates like a more intimate setting with just one listener, right? I think that's actually harder than speaking to a crowd of people. I don't know, for me, that might be more challenging than like speaking to a group of people. So it's cool for students because they get to have this experience right of reading their work to somebody else in that very intimate way it allows them to gain confidence and great practice as they read their writing multiple times to different people like think about that how many people are going to come sit next to that one particular student five different people six different people and each time they read it they're going to maybe Pick up on different intonations, on the way to read it, on the way, where to put emphasis on certain things, right? And that's something you can talk to your students about too before you even go into this particular activity. How can you elevate the experience for your listener as opposed to just reading word for word? Like, how do you create a moment for them with the excerpt that you've chosen? So whatever it is that you end up doing, just taking that pause to celebrate students' writing accomplishment is a meaningful adjustment to any writing unit. It's that opportunity that we might be missing out on. So I really invite you to think about which one of these three ideas could you use. And if you're looking for more publishing party ideas, we have like a whole publishing party toolkit for any writing style. We have that resource on TPT. I'll include the link for you guys where you're watching or where you're listening or where you're watching this if you're watching this on our YouTube channel. Um, As well as if you're an EB teacher, you can use one of your free coupon codes to grab it for free in our EB dashboard. So we'll share all that information for you in the show notes if you wanna take this concept even further with your students. But I do think those three ideas are a great starting point to at least do something differently, right? think about something different. So if you do use one of these publishing party ideas, definitely tag us on Instagram at EB academics. I love getting like little notifications. In fact, one of our followers, um, one of our teachers, Wellings world shared, uh, something today on Instagram and tagged me, um, that she's using it in her classroom. So I always love it when it pops up. It makes it, it's cool to see it in action. Um, so hopefully you guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we will see you next week on the podcast. Bye, everybody.